my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Happy Valentine's Day, Tanner fans. Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing all right. February's just about here. Less than uh, 12 hours from now, we'll be in a whole new month. Well, since February is known as the month of love, I've decided to cover... Not one, not two, but three Full House Valentine's Day episodes in the month of February. The first up, of course, is going to be from season two, episode 14. <laughs> wow, how did that work out, huh? Because February is the second month of the year, and of course, Valentine's Day lands on the 14th. That's wild. This episode <laughs> is entitled... Little Shop of Sweaters, which of course is a play on a movie I that scared me to death as a child, and I will not watch it as an adult. The, this episode is called Little Stop, Shop of Sweaters, which is a take on Little Shop of Horrors. This episode aired on February 10th, 1989, so we are the second month into the final year of the 80s. DJ and Stephanie become worried when they can't find enough money to replace a damaged Valentine's Day gift sweater. Meanwhile, Jesse has his first serious date with Rebecca, and Joey attends a Valentine's Day ball dressed as Popeye. This episode has a 7.1 out of 10 rating based on 189 ratings. We do get a re- Occurring character here who has been in another episode, I believe in season two. The character's name is Cheryl. Actually, excuse me. I believe she's in a total of what, like three episodes? There's uh the triple date episode, there's the um I thought it was something about fog. Like the is it is that what it is? Let me see if I can find it here. Maybe it might be season three that that one is in. I thought it was something like the fog. Uh, fogged in that's what it's called yes I was like I know it was something to that effect it might be in season two now that I'm thinking fogged in yes okay so of course we're not talking about that episode now I gotta go back to what I was doing <sighs> I'm so unorganized all right well, the actress who plays Cheryl, Joey's date or girlfriend, if you would like to call her such, she's played by Diane Brody. Brody with an I-E. See what else she's done. Oh my goodness gracious sake, guys. She's only done an episode of L.A. Law in 1988 as Ghost Woman. And she played Cheryl in three episodes of season two. We had Triple Date. Fogged in, and this is her final episode, Little Shop of Sweaters. All right. 
This episode was directed by Peter Baldwin. Writers Jeff Franklin, the creator, and Leonard Rips, usually credited in the episode as Lenny Rips. All right. We have a character named Julie, played by Eileen Kahn. Julie, Julie, Julie. Uh, she may be the lady that um, works at the, the store that DJ gets a sweater from. Oh, she was in an episode of Growing Pains? What? Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I think this might be the lady. All right. <laughs> okay. So we got a, no trivia. All right. We do have a goof. When Jesse throws the address book into the fire the second time, he misses. Even, okay, here's another one. Even though DJ can't afford to buy the new sweater to replace the one Danny gave her that was destroyed, the gardener should have taken responsibility by paying DJ back for shredding it with his lawnmower. This is not an error. This is just someone's opinion. How that got into the goofs, I will never know. Yeah, um, I'm having issues with my wrist again. All right. Ooh, looks like we got a few reviews. I'm going to read them real quick. All right. First one up, 7 out of 10, The Lawnmower Did It, February 22nd, 2014, by Mitch RMP. It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day, and DJ has gotten the sweater she'd been asking for ever since after Christmas, but she doesn't give it the treatment it deserved. Yes, if you get a sweater, if she, did, she didn't know how much it cost, you don't throw it on the ground like it's a piece of everyday wear. No. And honestly, if I were Danny, I would like, sweetie, you are not wearing that to school. That is a special occasion sweater only. As in, it doesn't just... <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> but she doesn't give it the treatment it deserved. And she laid it down on the grass at school where it got ran over by the lawnmower. She was afraid about telling her father what happened. So went to buy a new one, but it was too much. Stephanie, in the innocence of a child, thought she was doing the right thing when she saw a sign, buy now, pay later. She didn't know she was shoplifting. Though that sounds bad, it only gets worse the next day when they try to return the sweater. Meanwhile, the romance between Jesse and Becky is really warming up. Jesse wants them to be exclusive, and though Becky thinks they are moving too fast... Really? This comes after a little romance. This is like three episodes after that. You paid $1,700 for him, Becky. Now you feel you're moving too fast. I, If I were you, I'd be getting as much as my $1,700 worth of him. Um, <laughs> the end to their Valentine's night with a slow kiss doesn't say the same thing. Yeah, she is kind of giving him mixed signals. From this point forward, Jesse and Becky are exclusive. Yay! I really do like Becky. Alright. Ooh, we got some connection. Oh, we got more reviews. I'm sorry, guys. Alright. 8 out of 10. Power Man Dan. The ever faithful Power Man Dan. He just titles it Fun. May 15th, 2017. Warning. Spoilers. Spoilers, guys. Um, but if you're me, you're a kid in the 90s, you've watched this episode a bunch of times. When I first saw this episode, it gave some perspective on stealing. Years later, I can laugh harder at it while still seeing how a child can misunderstand. 
DJ has been eyeing a royal blue sweater since Christmas. Now that it's Valentine's Day, she gets it. That day at school, DJ takes it off during a soccer game at recess, so it wouldn't get all sweaty. Well, it probably already is sweaty if you had to take it off, am I right? What leads, which leads to the lawnmower destroying it. She feels terrible, so her, Kimmy, and Stephanie raise some money to replace it. But the sweater is $80. I'm guessing that is the non-sale price. <laughs> Stephanie sees the sign that says, buy now, pay later. As a six-year-old, she thinks she can take it and pay for it when she gets enough money. Shoplifter! Exclamation point, exclamation point. I highly doubt that many kids her age knew what the sign meant or the concept of credit. DJ explains it to Steph and eventually come clean to their family. Meanwhile, Jesse and Rebecca have a Valentine's date at the Tanner house. The setup has been done, but this is just as good as the others. Jesse gets rid of his little black book and minor chaos ensues. This episode is funny and heartfelt. Good stuff to learn from. Kudos for thinking outside the box. He gives it a 7.5 out of 10. All right, in the last review here, we got an 8 out of 10. The One with the Ripped Up Sweater by Taylor Kingston. Another, um reliable reviewer he put this up january 20th of 2014 warning spoilers again watch the episode if you haven't but if you're me and you're listening to this podcast you've seen these episodes a bazillion times a bazillion all right i love this episode i think it is so funny so basically what happens is that Danny and Jesse and Joey give DJ Stephanie and Michelle Valentine's Day president presidents yes presents they get a Valentine's Day date with whoever the president is at the time I'm kidding no <laughs> um, DJ gets an expensive sweater Stephanie gets a gold heart locket and Michelle gets a sweater as well granted Michelle is not as jazzed about that as she is about the box that it came in which doesn't say much for, you know, toddlers, they're like cats. They love boxes, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> she was more interested in the wrapping and the box than the actual, than the actual present. Jessie makes a joke that next year they should just get a wrapping because she was so happy with it. DJ was so excited to get a royal blue sweater. Jessie, Joey, and Danny actually tricked her into thinking she was only getting royal blue socks. Then they gave her her real present, the royal blue sweater. DJ wears the sweater to school one day, and Danny says specifically to be careful with it. He does? Uh, I'll, I'll find out when I watch it. When DJ gets home, she confines with Stephanie and tells her that she went to play soccer with her friends as she left her sweater on the grass. But unfortunately got run over by a lawnmower. Why is a man mowing the lawn when there are children around? Where did she put the sweater? You'd think it would be within uh, eyesight of where she's at, right? You're not going to do that when there's kids on the playing field. You're not going to do that. <laughs> Stephanie and DJ get Joey to take them to the store, and they try to replace it, but they don't have enough money. Stephanie accidentally thought that buy now, pay later meant... That she could take the sweater and come back and pay for it when she had enough money. So Stephanie took the sweater and the alarm went off. The woman who worked for the store thought that grown woman going out of the store at the same time stole the stole something. So they didn't think that the girls had stolen anything. When they get home, DJ makes Stephanie tell Danny that she took it. I gave this episode an 8 out of 10. All right.
So yes, I will be covering this episode. I will also then later in the month be jumping ahead to season six, episode 16, entitled The Heartbreak Kid, where Michelle mistakes Steve's friendliness for romantic love. Jesse has trouble with his new computer. Then I will be jumping ahead to season eight, the final season, for episode 17, Dateless in San Francisco. Oh, this actually was on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 95. I would have been... 12, 1, now 13. Uh, Michelle gets a boyfriend for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She gets a boyfriend for Valentine's Day while Joey gets a secret admirer. When Jesse helps Danny plan an elaborate date with Claire, Rebecca feels neglected. So, yes, look forward to those episodes. Of course, before I officially get into the episode, I'd like to let all you Tanner newbies... Know where you can find the podcast on social media. On Facebook, just type in Full House Podcast, Fuller House Podcast. The Oh My Land to Holy Chalupas podcast will pop up. If you go to Instagram, type in OMHC Full House, Fuller House. So OMHC Full House, Fuller House Pod. On Twitter, you can go to... OMHC Full House. Now, if you would like to send an email, you if you want to send an audio clip of your thoughts on past episodes, on future episodes that I'll be covering, I am currently covering the Jesse and Becky Love Story. Oh, that's a dryer. Um, series at the moment. I just finished the wedding. The next episode I'm going to focus on is going to be Fuller House, where Jesse and Becky get back from their honeymoon and Jesse's going to be moving into Becky's place so if you have any thoughts on that episode or the wedding episode if you like want to talk about your memories of when you first watched these episodes your thoughts just whatever just as long as you know that this is a clean podcast just to you know keep up the f-bombs and the h-bombs and the b-bombs and the whatever bombs <laughs> and you can I will leave the email um address in the episode description it's omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com also if you haven't yet and you're really enjoying the podcast it would really help the podcast out if you go to itunes or apple podcasts search full house podcast or just full house the oh my land to holy chalupas podcast will pop up leave a five-star review Use emojis for characters, episode descriptions. Just have fun with it and be creative. I just, I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. All right, without further ado, let's jump into this episode. First, before we officially get into the episode, we get to see the cold open, which is an adorable moment between Uncle Jesse and Michelle, who's probably right around two at this time, since this is in season two and they both have these glass bowls filled with it's like a fruit cup and jesse of course is teaching michelle the proper way how to eat fruit not with your fingers but with a spoon there is a spoon right next to michelle and she is like forget it no i'm using my fingers michelle of course is dressed in red with a red baseball cap turned backwards just like uncle chessie's also wearing like the same baseball cap turned backwards because that was what you did back in the 80s and especially the 90s oh my goodness 
course, he's like, you know, what are you doing with your hands? You know, someday you're going to be invited to the White House. And eat, you're going to eat fruit cocktail with the president. And if you eat with your fingers, he said, there's a chance you'll gross out the commander in chief. He's like, all right, you eat with a spoon, all right? And she looked at him and she's like, no, thank you. So Jesse's like, no, thank you. Michelle, grab that spoon and eat. It's like, dude, chill yourself. She is a baby. Well, she did grab said spoon with one hand and eat with the other. So, I mean, she's definitely doing what you're saying. <laughs> of course, Uncle Jesse can't help but laugh at that. He's like, all right, but you're on your own with the soup, young lady. <laughs> it's up to walk away. And we cut back to Michelle, who's like looking behind her. Like she's sneaking a piece, putting it in her mouth. He's like, I see you. I, I got to play this. This is adorable. I Oh, it's so cute. In some Michelle moments, you know, when the cold opens, they're kind of meh, but this one's adorable. What are you doing with your hands? <laughs> now, someday, you're going to be invited to the White House to eat fruit cocktail with the president. And if you eat with your fingers, there's a very good chance you're going to gross out the commander-in-chief. <laughs> now, you eat with a spoon, all right? No, thank you. No, thank you. Michelle, grab that spoon and eat. Okay, but you're on your own when the soup comes, young lady. I see you. I see that you're sneaking one with your hands. I see you. So, now we come out of the intro. We're in the kitchen. Joey is helping Stephanie put together Valentine's Day cards because she's in second grade at this point, I believe. Second, first grade. Anyway, of course, DJ is 12 at this point, so she's not kind of doing that kind of, that thing. You know, at some point, you do stop giving out Valentine's cards day cards to your classmates. I think fifth grade might have been the honestly, I think it was the last time. And I was at um, Meyer recently and I was walking past because they have the Valentine's they have such an assortment of Valentine's Day cards. It's cray cray. You know, you got your Marvel, you got your Snoopy, Peanuts, Trolls, whatever is big right now. I just remember hearing the mother say to the child something about, we'll get this, like, candy or something for your teacher, or what cards you want. And I'm just thinking, I'm trying to remember if I did anything like that as a kid. I remember Christmas time when I was in elementary school. Fourth grade might have been the last time. Maybe it was just first and second that I had actually gotten, like, a box of chocolates for a, a teacher, but I don't think I did that for Valentine's Day. In fact, I definitely, Valentine's Day, I mean, Christmas I get, but Valentine's Day, no. I do remember when I was eight, I was right around Stephanie's age, and I was filling out Valentine's Day cards. They were Who Framed Roger Rabbit, so this was about 1989, 1990s. And I saved a particular one that I liked for the boy that I liked in class. I had a picture of Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit on it. 
Oh, see, this is back in the day. Well, you still do kind of, when it comes to envelopes, you do have to lick the envelope close. Otherwise, it's not going to stay shut. Then someone could just as easily, like, take your card. And if it's a birthday card, if you put money in there, they'll take that. Or what? Or if you put a gift card in there, they'll steal. You know how it is with the mail and all that. But I do remember back in the day, before we had stamps that had you know, the sticky adhesive on it, when you actually had to lick the stamps. It's cute. They got that little table there that we see over the course of the show that's usually used for Michelle or eventually Nikki and Alex are going to use this little round table. It's cute. So Joey's like, all right, Steph, you got to hurry up, okay? Michelle's drying out as far as her tongue. So now Stephanie's got a little bit of a dilemma. She's like, what do I do about Wendell Berman's Valentine? Now, we know a certain character's name is not Wendell, but his name will be Walter Berman in the episode Nerd for a Day, which I believe comes up in season three. I guess I like the last name Berman so much. Like, you know, we'll change Wendell to Walter because... When Stephanie gives a description of this Wendell, he's nothing like the Walter that we'll know in Nerd for a Day. And she's like, I can't sign love Stephanie to someone who has his finger in his nose all day. I'm like, first of all, sweetie, you don't need, are you signing all your Valentine's love Stephanie? You don't have to, just put from. That's what I would put when I was... Right now, Valentine's Day card. Well, technically, the Valentine's Day cards I had, because she's, like, full-on big-sized envelopes. Like, are these all homemade cards? You didn't just go to the store and, like, get a box of, like, 36 or however, you know, for the kids in your class? They have a to and a from on there. You just write the names. You don't gotta do anything else. The message is on the front. All you gotta do is write your name and their name and you are golden. Pop it in the envelope and bing, bang, boom. Actually, wait a minute. No, if you pop it in the envelope, no one's gonna know who it's from until they open the card. So, you do have to put to and from on the outside of the envelope. I'm sorry, my bad. So, Joey says, well, why don't you just put to Wendell, or from Stephanie to Wendell and just throw in a little piece of Kleenex? Like, uh... Well, what if he gets offended? Like, what is this Kleenex? What is she implying? I'm going to play this clip of them sitting around the table, you know, with the Valentines and everything. Because Jesse comes down. He's all excited about his first Valentine's Day with Becky. And, of course, Stephanie and DJ are asking the big question, do you love Becky? And, of course, Jesse's like, well, I mean, when two people... um, and, of course, DJ is like, oh, yeah, he's definitely in love if he's rambling. So I'll play this clip. Here's a valentine for my teacher. Okay. Tongue out. <laughs> Thank you. Hurry up, Steph. Michelle's drying up. What do I do about Wendell Berman's valentine? I can't find love Stephanie to someone who has his finger in his nose all day. <laughs> Well, why don't you just put from Stephanie to Wendell and just throw in a little piece of Kleenex? Good thinking. <laughs> My funny Valentine. Happy Valentine's Day, girls! Wednesday. Joy, you like these earrings? Oh, Jess, they are beautiful. I'll get my ears pierced tomorrow. <laughs> They're not for you, huh? 
for Becky. It's our very first Valentine's. It's all part of my Valentine's dream night. Check these out, girls. Oh. Uncle Jesse, hmm? are you in love? Well, Becky and I, well, let's see, how do I say this? But the two of, if you, okay, if you see both of us together. He's babbling. It's love. Oh. So, Jesse has some beautiful, well, we actually don't get to see the earrings. I mean, I don't wear earrings. I don't have my ears pierced. Don't want to have them pierced. Just, no. Um, when I was Stephanie's age, I actually had those little um, stick-on earrings. And let me tell you, like, by the end of the school day, either one or both had fallen off or gotten stuck in my hair. <laughs> As I got older, you know, we're like, oh, you should get your ears pierced. I'm like, no. Anyway, he's like, hey, check these out. And Joey's like, wow, yeah. Thanks, Jess. I'll go get my ears pierced tomorrow. And Jesse's like, they're not for you, huh? They're for Becky. It's our first Valentine's Day together. So Stephanie's the one that asks Uncle Jesse as she and DJ are ooing and eyeing over the earrings that he got for her. She's like, Uncle Jesse, are you in love? He's like, well, let me see. How do I say this? But the two of... If you, if you see us together, and that's when DJ cuts in, like, you know what, uh, he's rambling, he's definitely in love. Then he comes in with a pink bag that, apparently, what's the name of it? Fashion Central. Apparently, she's been itching for a royal blue sweater just after Christmas. Why, why did you ask for it for Christmas? I gotta say, this... Does anybody, did anybody as children get Valentine's Day gifts from their family? I'd be like, no, because Christmas was like less than two months ago. Why am I buying you something that we don't learn the cost of this sweater until much later, but this is just outlandishly ridiculous. I mean, I don't want to knock any of your traditions. If you get your kids gifts for Valentine's Day, great. That's amazing. As an adult, yes, with my spouse, who was once my fiancé, and before that was my boyfriend, sure, we get stuff for each other, because, you know, we're adults, but... I'm just kind of thinking how it's not... For how much you probably spent on DJ's sweater, even though maybe it was on sale, compared to Stephanie, who gets a locket, a gold locket, who she's like, oh, these little pictures, what are they inside? It's a little gold heart locket. And it's funny because Bill's like, or Bill, <laughs> Joey's like, oh, those are Bill and Mary. They come with every photo frame and wallet nowadays. You know, the stock photos that fill the frame until you, like, take the frame apart and put your picture in there? Sometimes there are some pictures that are, like, of, like, buildings and stuff like that or, like, the street of Italy, or just something. It's almost like, gosh, I really hate to throw this this paper away, this photo that's supposed to not really be here, because it's really pretty. Well, of course, Danny plays dumb. Like, oh, I don't know about any royal blue sweater. Guys, do you know anything about royal blue sweater? And they're like, oh, no, of course, we don't know anything. And she's like, no, come on, be serious. You know I started hinting about it, like, the day after Christmas. Joey, of, Joey, Jesse, of course, does his uh, his little butt slide on the uh, the ca- kitchen counter. Zoop, 
and he's got a got a little bowl plate cereal bowl of chicken from you know definitely this is a thing because they do show it a lot jesse with the chicken they do it again i believe maybe a time or so in fuller house now we got dj like daddy please please let me open can we have our valentine's day gifts and of course stephanie runs over to joey like grabs his leg and then michelle goes over to jesse and grabs his like pretty piece pretty piece and jesse's like oh i can't i can't uh resist the pity piece <laughs> so Danny gives DJ a small box which definitely does not look like it could fit a sweater because it doesn't because it's got royal blue socks in there we never hear about the socks again but we do hear about the sweater DJ's gift you know with the royal socks which he's like oh royal socks great royal blue that's great yeah, I'll wear them with the sweater I suppose I'm not getting now <laughs> you imagine opening something you said like oh I can't wait I'm gonna get that oh socks great thank you <laughs> Michelle's of course is wrapped in really nice paper and then Stephanie's got this little heart this little pink tiny stand-up box with like red hearts on the side and she's oh a locket this is really pretty i was just thinking you know you could probably find a little a picture of your mom and maybe have it copied and like put that in there you never see her wear this locket by the way unless i don't know maybe she's wearing the locket when they go for the uh the um, um you know the date they're supposed to all go on daddy daughter family tanner valentine's day dinner date She'll wear those socks later when they go to the... I mean, now I want you to wear that sweater. Oh, and those royal blue socks that never get mentioned again. No, those things get never get mentioned. They're cute. Blue is my second favorite color. Yeah. So he purposely kept that blue sweater in the bottom of that Fashion Central bag for the big giant r reveal. Well, won't those royal blue socks go amazing with this royal blue sweater as he pulls it out? Like, yeah, here you go. Oh my gosh, my royal blue sweater! Ah! Oh my goodness. <laughs> Never freaked out in rapture and joy over a piece of clothing in my life. No. You can tell what kind of teenage girl I was versus DJ. But, you know, some girls were like, Oh, God, I swear. Oh. Like, okay, enough. <laughs> down and down, DJ. It's just a sweater. It's not like he handed you, like, a $50, $100 bill or anything. I'd squeal over that. <laughs> Is Danny wearing a royal blue tie? <laughs> I don't know. Of course, she's, DJ's got to like, oh, thank you, Dad, and go, go over to Joey and Jesse. Oh, thank you. So they all must have chipped in however much this sweater costs. Joey's wearing a uh, Snoopy sw sweater. I swear we've seen that sweater on him before. Michelle, of course, has gotten as far as the bow. She hasn't dug in the wrapping paper yet. Like, oh, thank you, Daddy, for the bow. And he's like, oh, no, sweetie, no, there's more. Keep digging. Oh, she does look like she's kind of gotten it ripped down the side. All right, cool. Well, she's she's slowly getting to her gift. Maybe by next Valentine's Day she'll actually open it. 
Uh, the guy's actually happy jumping. Like, okay, let's help you get this gift. Because she's like, Daddy, help me. I can't get it open. Well, she doesn't say all that because she's two. But you get the idea. Oh, so while DJ is still thanking Jesse and Joey, somehow we saw, we didn't see this off screen. Is Stephanie grabbing the sweater and trying it on? This is a thing that will continue in the show's run. Stephanie wanting to wear her big sister's clothes. There is an episode recently that I watched. I think it was the Valentine's Day Season 8 episode, which I won't be covering this year. I'll probably save that for 2021's Valentine's Day. Of DJ borrowing one of Stephanie's clothes items, which... They're not really, I mean, they're around the same height, but. You know that Stephanie, like, oh my gosh, if I put a belt around the shirt, it would make such a great dress. And DJ, like, just rages at Stephanie, like, oh my gosh, you're stretching it out. Take it off now. And, of course, Jesse's like, hey, DJ, be cool. Like, girl, it is a freaking sweater. Sure, she's stretching it out, but you know it's going to look like crap after that first wash. It's going to be all pilled and everything. You know she doesn't take care of it because of what happens later. Honestly, if I spent that kind of money on a sweater for my kid, even though I would never spend that kind of money on an article of clothing, an outfit, maybe a few outfits, sure, but not on one particular singular item that she wants to wear to school to show off to her friends. It's just a royal blue sweater. There's no patterns on it. It doesn't got any splashes of neon or anything that makes it stand out. It wasn't even made by some fashion designer that she admires. If you want to even go so far as to call it a basic sweater, it's royal blue, a basic sweater. There's nothing to it. There's no designs. There's no other colors. Just move. It's okay. DJ's like, I'll belt you, you little nerd bomber. Take it off. And when Jess was like, hey, DJ, be cool. She said, no, look, she's stretching it out. I'm like, you guys aren't even the same freaking size, pumpkin. So relax. How can she stretch out something that's already too big for her to begin with? Usually, if you're stretching something out, it's because it's too tightly fit and you're trying to, like, yank it off your body. You need to look up the definition of stretching out a sweater or shirt because you are over. She, my point, point like she's overreacting to the thousandth degree. If I were Danny, I'd be hardcore like, oh, you know, DJ, on second thought, I think we're just going to take that sweater back because your attitude is just very poor. That's what i do if I were Danny. Like, I can take that sweater back, DJ, and you can just keep the royal socks if that's what you, if this is how you're going to behave. I get it, Stephanie didn't have to take her frickin' sweater. That's just what, you got a little younger sibling of the same gender, they're gonna want to probably try on your clothes. I didn't want to try on my older sister's clothes because she's six years older than me and I was a child and she was a teenager, so. <laughs> Stephanie, the whole time that DJ's like ripping the sweater off of Stephanie, almost Cinderella stepsister style. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's like, you don't have to yell at me. I have ears. And of course, DJ's like, yeah, but you got nothing between them, a little chicken wing. And Stephanie's like, oh, okay, insults. Well, if I'm a chicken wing, then you're a double-decker sandwich. 
Oh, she says you're a double-decker lamoid sandwich. Speaking of chicken, we see Jesse chowing down on that. Well, we see it, like, just out of the frame, uh, hand with chicken in his hand. So, Danny, of course, is like, oh, you're lucky to have a sister. Now say something nice about each other. And they're like, oh, Stephanie, you have a nice big sister. And Stephanie's like, yes, and you have a nice younger sister. And DJ's like, yes, her name is Michelle. I thought he said to say something nice about each other, not about yourselves. But they're still angry, so they're not, uh, they're not, they haven't calmed down enough to give a, uh, as what they say when I was in sixth grade, a warm fuzzy. For every two cold pricklies, you have to give a warm fuzzy compliment. So, yeah. So, DJ, of course, asks, like, hey, can I take this with me to sh- uh, show off to my, you know, wear in school and show off to all my friends, like, Kimmy? <laughs> <laughs> and Danny's like, all right, but take care of it. You know, handle it well. Handle with care. So, DJ's like, all right, bye. And we go over to poor Michelle, who's struggling to open. She hasn't even barely begun to break ground with getting to what's in that box. Poor kid. I don't think that was intentional. When they rush over to help Michelle, Jesse's on the counter with a chicken, and he sets it down, but when he jumps off the counter, he, like, accidentally knocks it to the floor and looks down. I don't think that was a character thing. I think that was John Stamos just kind of, whoops, sorry about that. Joey's like, yeah, let's go help her out before she actually outgrows it, because, you know, kids, they outgrow stuff pretty fast. And it's a regular... Definitely basic looking, something you can get at Walmart for like $5 now. White sweatshirt with iron on, almost painted on colored hearts. It's got like a teal heart, a blue, light blue heart, purple heart, a pink heart, pink purple, yellow, um, another pink one. Um, if it weren't white and it had those on, I'd say it would look nicer than the royal blue sweater, but because it's just a basic white shirt with, like, painted on, hand-painted on hearts, I think that's what, that's gonna go for the worst award, but we haven't, we'll wait and see what else we got in the fashion wardrobe department. Oh, because Joey's holding up, like, oh, what do you think, Michelle? And she's, thank you, and she takes the box. Like, she's like, you know what, next year, why don't we just get her the box? I'm like, hey, how about next year we cut out Valentine's presents? You want to give him a card? You want to take him out to dinner? You want to take him to a Valentine's Day movie? Great. We don't need to spend outlandish amounts of money. I don't even know how much they spent on that locket. I bet they spent more on the royal blue sweater than they put to on... The little shirt they got Michelle and Stephanie's locket combined. Alright, now it's after school and Stephanie is showing Mr. Bear the wonderful Valentine's Day card she got from multiple Jasons. Any possible love interests? Any cutie pies in there? Any hottie toddies? Let's find out. Here we just get to get a box. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bear, this one's from Jason Fleming. This one's from Jason Greenblatt. 
And this one's from Jason Yamagato. <laughs> and this one's from Wendell Berman. Yeah, I don't throw that in the trash. What'd you do, DJ? You DJ, what's distressed. wrong? Don't ask. It's too late, I already asked. What'd you do? Hey, where's your new sweater? Right here. Oh, crap. What are you doing? And here. And here. What happened? Did it blow up? <laughs> I was so stupid. I was playing soccer at recess and I took my sweater off so it wouldn't get all sweaty. Next thing I know, the gardener drives a stupid lawnmower right over my sweater. Who is mowing the lawn with children Daddy around? That is dangerous. Freak out. <laughs> Not if my plan works. Oh no, here we Have go. Have no fear, Kimmy Gibbler's here. That's your plan? What? She's part of your plan. You need a new plan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need a new sweater. My plan is to go back to the store and buy one. Here's $11.80. It's all the money I have. Oh, Kimmy, you're the best friend in the whole world. Okay, here's the other five dollars. <laughs> well, I have twenty-seven dollars in my. I gotta get a car the day I turn sixteen. Fun. You have four years. You can have all the money in my piggy bank too. Great. Just turn around and shut your eyes. It's in my secret hiding place. Except we're in a hurry. Just get it out of the toy chest and let's go. That's the old secret hiding place. I don't keep it there anymore. Just turn around and shut your eyes. It's just a bunch of pennies. <laughs> oh, that's a decorative piggy bank. <laughs> well, she got three Valentine's cards from three different D Jasons, none of which um, she doesn't have any crushy washies on. She does pick by the teensiest bit of fingers Wendell Berman's card which I would have thrown that in the trash like, oh, thanks Wendell ew, ew. Like, yeah, I would have just left it in the envelope and like okay well this is going in the trash when I get home I would have just soaked it in hand sanitizer and washed some sanitizer on my hands Mr. Barrett's just hanging out like oh yeah Stephanie that's great what about my valentine Stephanie did I get a, did you get, why didn't you give me a valentine? I thought I was your, uh, your best friend, and, and you're not getting me a valentine? Jay comes in in a huff, slow, slams her backpack down onto her bed. Of course, Stephanie's like, wow, DJ, what's wrong? She's like, don't ask, and Stephanie's like, well, I already did. I'm like, DJ, what'd you do? Well, where's your sweater? Because DJ comes in wearing a red shirt with a jean jacket over the top of it. I'm like, I don't think she would have been able to wear that jean jacket over top a t-shirt with a sweater. That would have been too bulky. So DJ says, oh, I was so stupid. And she starts pulling out pieces of sweater that... Looks like more material than what her sweater was originally made out of. It's like, I took my sweater off because I didn't want it to get all sweaty. And then, you know, I mean, I was playing soccer. And then the guy with the lawnmower just ran over. I'm like, first of all, first of all, 
you would not be running a lawnmower with children near you. That is dangerous. I've seen Rescue 911. I know how those things end. Kids can get hurt. They can fall. They can land underneath the lawnmower. It's horrible, horrible. But the only victim with the lawnmower, sadly, is DJ's Royal Blue Sweater. Rest in peace. DJ's plan, of course, includes Kimmy, and she gives DJ $11, and DJ's, oh, thank you, you're my best friend forever, thank you, thank you, and Kimmy's, oh, well, here's the other five I was going to keep for myself, so the plan is DJ is going to go to Fashion Central and buy another sweater. Here's a question. Eventually, we'll get to Fashion Central. My question is, DJ was hinting for a royal blue sweater. Did she see it in a catalog? Did she see it in a, the store one time? Like, oh, I'd like this. And never looked at the actual price. Or maybe, I'm sure he must have gotten it like on like an after Christmas clearance sale or something like that. Because I've been thinking, by February, aren't a lot of sweaters eventually going to go on clearance? Because... Usually, a lot of like what swimsuits and summer and spring wear are going to be coming in. Isn't that kind of how they do that? Like, you want to get your winter wear, you're going to do it in like maybe August till maybe September tops. And then by the time January rolls around, like swimsuits are coming into the pictures. So, DJ's got 27 bucks for when she turns 16. The day I turn 16, I got to get a car. She's got, Smitty, you got like less than four years to bump that up to quite a bit. Newsflash. She never gets a car in the run of the show. She never, never does. Stephanie, of course, wants to help out her big sister. Like, hey, I got my piggy bank. I'll give you whatever's in there. I'm like, it's probably just a bunch of pennies. And Deja's like, that's great. Can you just get it from the toy box? Because we got to, like, we got to get going. And... Stephanie makes a big deal of like, oh, well, that was my old place. So can you please turn around and shut your eyes? It's like, so <laughs> Stephanie goes over to the dresser, runs over to the piggy bank, gets the piggy bank, goes over to her side bedside table and shuts it. And she's got her this piggy bank that looks like it was just painted and it's a white was a white piggy bank. It's painted like red and blue and yellow and stuff. Maybe she took it to art class one day. It's like I'm gonna put a bunch of different paint on it. Make it more decorative. Happy Valentine's Day, girls! Oh right, Dad, Fashion Central, you got my royal blue sweater. I don't know anything about a royal blue sweater. Guys, do you know anything about a royal blue sweater? No. No way. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. I started hitting for it the day after Christmas. Can we please open our presents right now? Pretty please. Pretty please. <laughs> Lady, please. <laughs> oh, no. The triple leg hug. Clippy, please. <laughs> Happy, Happy Valentine's Day. Day. Well, these are from all three of us. DJ, this is for you. And Steph, this is for you. And come here, Michelle, this one's for you. Right. Wow, they even wrap well one of them, they wrap. Oh, gold heart. So pretty. Thank you. Yeah, well, look, to lock it, look, you open it up, there's pictures inside. Who are these people? 
They're Bill and Mary. Those are the people who come with every new picture frame and wallet. <laughs> and now the moment we've all been waiting for. Well, I've been waiting for. <laughs> oh, thank you for my royal blue socks. Well, won't those royal blue socks go fabulous with your new royal blue sweater? Oh, she got that on fast. This would make a great dress if I put a belt on it. Get a belt, you little nerd bummer. Take it off right now. Hey, did you be cool? Yeah, really. Oh, look, she's stretching it out. Oh, for heaven's sake. You don't have to yell at me. It's gonna look like crap I mean, after you was, wash it anyway. But you got nothing between them, you old chicken wing. Uh, oh, yeah? Well, if I'm a chicken wing, then you're a double-decker lame chicken sandwich. Come on, you're lucky to have a sister. I'll say something nice about each other. Okay. Stephanie, you have a wonderful big sister. <laughs> and DJ, you have an even more wonderful little sister. <laughs> yes, I do. Her name's Michelle. <laughs> Dad, is it okay if I wear my new sweater to school? Sure, honey, but take good care of it. I will. Yeah, right. Valentine's oh, Day, Michelle. Thank you. Oh, sweetie, no, the, the sweater fun thing. I'll say next year we just get the kid a box. Alright, so we zip across town to Fashion Central. Joey takes DJ Stephanie and Kimmy there. DJ tells Joey, like, hey, look, we're only going to need a few minutes if you want to go, you know, do something else for a bit. He decides to go t and watch people's photos develop and look at people's vacations go by, which, I mean, isn't that, I mean, nowadays, we don't have 35 millimeter film anymore. But that almost seems like an invasion of privacy if you're, like, having these pictures be developed and go through this thing and your other people can see it. I know somebody who worked uh, um, back in the day, she had to develop 35 millimeter film. Guys, that's the thing. You don't know what people are dropping off. This person actually found some nudie pictures and, and uh, things that she developed. And it's just like, ew. Why wouldn't you just develop that kind of garbage stuff at home? You don't take that to a public place. Oh, I see uh, for Fashion Central, they have a Valentine's Day, a little sign that you would probably see in an elementary school classroom that just says Happy Valentine's Day. Is there a Valentine's Day sale, maybe? Yeah, DJ pretty much thanks Joy for driving them down there. Like, don't worry, we'll be about ten minutes. We'll be done. Like, it's going to be a fast in and out. How many times people are like, oh, this is going to be be a fast run. Just got a couple items I get to need to get, and then you're there for like a half hour, and you have a cart full of stuff when you just normally wanted to get a basket. Yeah, I know how that works. <laughs> you end up buying more than you originally anticipated. Like I couldn't help it; it was just there, and it was calling to me. Of course, 
Steph's got to bring Mr. Bear because he can't miss out on this fun action. I mean, otherwise he'd just be hanging out on the bed at home like, another day staring at the wall waiting for Stephanie to get back from school. And then I could hear all about her day. But now she actually brought me with her so I get to be in on all the fun. You think about it, I mean, you could even call Mr. Bear away. He could even be like a security blanket for her. Like a child's little, little, like a Linus thing. Oh, oh, what was I thinking? I wanted to bring this up. Now I gotta see if I can actually remember. Yes, okay, here it is. I was thinking about this last night while I was working. Uh, I was thinking of this Wendell Berman character. About how he's like always picking his nose and whatnot. This made me think of an episode of The Simpsons called I Love Lisa Simpson. I believe it's from season four, where it's Valentine's Day, which is funny, kind of coincides like this. And all the kids in Lisa's second grade, oh my goodness, they're right around the same age. How crazy is that? Because Lisa's like eight years old. She's been eight years old for like over 30 years now. But all the kids are passing Valentine's Day cards. They all make the little like construction paper mailbox thing which I swear I might have done something like that in school but anyway all the kids get valentines except for one Ralph Wiggum Lisa feels you know sad like oh no he did because he starts crying and you feel bad for him so she just takes one of her valentines luckily it's written in pencil she just you know writes ralph hands it to him and says i choo choo choose you (laughs) but anyway he's like hey can i walk you home she's like uh yeah sure so he's like oh yeah the doctors say i wouldn't have so many nosebleeds if i kept my finger out of there like i yeah and i just saw and i was thinking this last night like so many things just compared to that episode, Stephanie's age, Lisa's age, the fact that, you know, Ralph Wiggum, Wendell Berman, and just the nose, and I just, it makes me think, yeah. So, I got a note here, Stephanie brings in a red bag, which, if I remember correctly, the bag that Danny had was pink, and it said Fashion Central on it, right? Right. So, she's bringing it in a, in a bag from another place. Or did she just bring it from home? There, There's no real, you know, to harp on it too, too much. But um, let's talk about Kimmy's outfit. She's wearing a red shirt underneath a leopard coat and a matching leopard skirt. That's an interesting uh, thing. We got DJ in jean denim jacket and jean, just jean, blue jeans. The store I'm noticing is got quite a bit of ladies there. We got one, we got two, three, four. So far what we can see. One in yellow may be the employee that works there. I'm not sure. DJ goes over to where the sweaters are and she picks up an exact replica of the royal blue sweater. She holds it to herself like, oh, it's so pretty, it's so perfect, it's so in one piece. It's so, and she finally looks at the price tag. $80! $80. No sweater in my mind is worth $80. If that's the case, you better be wearing it for the rest, you better be an 80-some-year-old lady, you better be wearing that royal blue sweater that you got when you were like 12. 
$1 for every single year that you're going to be wearing it. I don't care if you've outgrown it. You save it until you, you fit back into it and you wear it when you're 80 years old or on your 100th birthday. Okay, no, the lady in yellow is not the employee. The lady that actually we only see one customer service rep and she's got like frizzy strawberry blonde hair like really wavy curly and she oh hi may I help you girls and it's like yeah I love it when you're just browsing someone's like right on hey can I help you like whoa jeez what why is it so there's someone always there as soon as you step in, you step into an aisle like, oh my god hi hi can I help you oh I see you're looking at the DVDs oh I do you need help uh, looking at oh come over here and look at the uh, eight, the 4k televisions but I was just looking at the movies anyway it's like this is my saying on this customer service reps are always there when you don't need them to be and they're hovering like they badly need that commission. But when you have a question and you gotta suss somebody and you gotta like search for somebody, and then when you finally find someone, they like act like it's the biggest inconvenience to them. I'm like, you, this is what you are being paid for. This is your job. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I worked in customer service, guys. I know it kind of works both ways depending you know whichever end you're on that is a weird looking tree it's a fake tree and a i think in a pot it's got a lot of like stick like like the type of branches on a tree that you would see when it's like dead winter the branches all look like uh skeleton fingers there's a bunch of plain visors anyway DJ's like, hey, um, by any chance, would this sweater be going on sale soon? Like, in the next, oh, eight minutes? And, of course, he's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Danny must have gotten that when it was on sale. Because no way is he, I don't care if Joey and Jesse chip in for it. No way is he buying that girl an $80 sweater and giving Stephanie a $10 locket. And Michelle, like a $5 plain sweatshirt would paint it on hearts from Walmart. And spending, yeah, no way. Because we'll get to it later when he freaks out about, oh, dollars! Like, ugh. So combined, they only have $43.80. This is just like one of those shops that you would find in a mall. Oh, there's another Happy Valentine's Day thing. But Valentine's Day... It's still that same day. Is it? it oh, it's still Valentine's Day, apparently, right? Yeah, because Stephanie was showing all the cards she got. Alright. That's 322 pennies in cash. Oh, that's why Stephanie was bringing that bag. Alright. But 322 pennies equals to $3.22. So. Still not $80, though, guys. Sorry. I had to rewind this scene several seconds. Or several times. I had to watch this. Stephanie goes to get her piggy bank out of that bag. And, of course, I didn't see this. I, I, I had to rewind it because at one point, Kenny's holding Mr. Bear. I'm like, well, how did that conspire? Because I was paying attention to the dialogue. And I had to rewind it. And I rewound it twice because I'm looking at Kimmy's expression as Stephanie basically. Because Kimmy's just standing there. You know, she doesn't have any lines or anything. 
Andrea doesn't have any lines. So she's just standing there. It's almost like Stephanie's digging around in this thing because she's got to, you know, hold it with both hands, apparently. Like, here, Kimmy, hold Mr. Bear. And Kimmy's just surprised, like, what? Where did this? Oh, I guess I'll hold it. Ugh. Like, she looks irritated. Like, ugh. Hold your dang bear, Stephanie. Why are you even with us? <laughs> and just looks like as soon as Stephanie get, uh, just, like, not even looking in Kimmy's direction, just hold out Mr. Bear. Like, here, take him. I got to get this out of the bag. And it just looks like Kimmy is, like, <sighs> Literally, I roll. Like, oh, I gotta hold this bear. What if a cute boy walks by and sees me holding this teddy bear? Oh. Of course, the lady, sales lady has to tell them, like, oh, you're a little short. You know, she means monetary-wise. And Stephanie's like, I can't help it. I'm only six. She's probably more refers to her height, Stephanie's thinking. She's talking about that, like... Or, I mean, you could take it another way where, like, I'm only six. I only get, like... A quarter a week for an allowance or something. Or 50 cents. So, DJ figures... That's it. This isn't gonna work out. I gotta tell Joey, Dad, and Uncle Jesse that their Valentine's Day present that they got me has been turned into $80 worth of royal blue dish rags. Well, first of all, like I said, I can't see them spending $80 on a sweater even if all three of them went in on it. Because that's just outrageous. You can't tell me she hasn't been in that store. How else would she know that's the sweater that she wanted if she didn't look at it? And like, I mean, I know kids, they don't pay attention to prices, especially since they're not buying their own clothes. Maybe she just saw, like, the sale price or something. I gotta say, the most I would spend on a sweater is between 14 and $20. That is it and I usually shop at cold that's where I get my my once a year I will go and maybe get a couple sweaters or something like that but of course Kimmy doesn't really have much sympathy like oh well I mean that's too bad but hey as long as we're here let's try stuff on so I'm gonna play this clip uh, thanks for the ride, Joey. We'll be done in about ten minutes. Okay. I'm gonna go down to the one-hour photo store and watch people's vacations go by. <laughs> oh, here it is. Oh, it's so pretty. It's so perfect. It's so in one piece. It's so... Eighty dollars? Hi, may I help you girls? Uh, yes. By any chance, would this sweater be going on sale soon? Like, in the next 10 minutes? No, I'm sorry. Well, we only have $43.80. Plus, 322 pennies in cash. I'm sorry, you're a little short. I can't help it. I'm only six. <laughs> That's it. I'm going to have to tell Joey, Uncle Jesse, and Dad that have turned their beautiful Valentine's Day present into $80 worth of royal blue dish rags. That's too bad. But as long as we're here, let's try stuff on. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Yes? Is this sign true? I can buy something now and pay for it later? Why, yes. People buy now and pay later all the time. It's called credit. This is a credit card. Hear that, Mr. Beer? 
buy DJ the sweater now, and when I save up enough money, I can pay for it later. That's, that, no, that's not what buying money, kiddo. Come on, Steph, let's go find Joey. Excuse me, ma'am. I need to look inside your bag. I hate shoplifters. They drive up the prices for everyone. So while Kimmy and DJ go to try clothes on, Stephanie goes over to the checkout counter and asks the clerk, What's that sign mean? And the clerk says, Well, that means... She's like, Is this sign true? I can buy something now and pay for it later later this lady is very helpful like yes of course people buy now and pay later all the time it's called credit um you know that i mean i get it she's speaking to a child she just assumes the kid's gonna know that people buy things hence they use a credit card and then they get the bill in the mail later and they pay for that amount with added interest um it's almost like i mean if you think about it layaway is kind of like, but you don't get the thing right away because you've got to pay in installments and then once you finally paid it off you get the reward. Can you imagine if a credit card was like um, layaway? People would probably buy stuff less. What do you think? Of course, Stephanie doesn't understand the word buy as she's like, hey Mr. Bear, guess what? We can buy DJ sweater and steal shove it in a bag, and pay for it later when we have the money. I mean, I guess she's six, but she understands the concept of purchasing an item. Okay, so that lady in the yellow sweater I mentioned earlier, she actually works there too. I thought she was just like a customer. So DJ's like, all right, Steph, we're going to head out. And Steph's got the bag with the sweater in there. And she goes for not completely out the door, but they do have those security. If you want to call them like security towers or security, what, um. Anyway, the alarm goes off and there's a lady that's maybe five feet away from them. And the woman just, it's like, oh ma'am, can I see your bag? She, Stephanie was with an eye shot of that lady when she stuffed, stuffed that blue sweater in there yeah so is that other lady they're both right there what are they doing filing their nails I'm surprised she just had mr bear just sitting there i'm like i'm surprised that someone didn't say oh my little boy would love this bear and just take it that was really gutsy the audience's reaction whoa boy <laughs> oh sweetie no this lady, of course, who's got the bag that is now going to be checked. I'm surprised that lady's not like, hey, let me look inside your handbag, too. Just to make sure you didn't swipe any earrings. So there's a suit on, what are those things supposed to be like? Sports bras? Bathing suit tops? I don't know what they're. They're like on a wall. The lady is wearing, um, the customer who, um, the strawberry blonde haired associate is looking through her bed. The, the lady, of course, is wearing like a royal blue top. If that means anything, of course. But Kimmy and DJ and Steph are all watching like, oh my gosh. And of course, Stephanie doesn't think like, oh no, this lady's getting in trouble for me. And it's like, girls, just go, just go, just go. Just don't stand there and look suspicious. Just leave. Of course, Kevin's got to get a line in there like, oh, I hate shoplifters. They drive up the places for everybody. 
I'm, I just thought of this. Stephanie's six, right? How old was Punky Brewster in the season two Christmas shoplifting episode? She was nine. That's only three years older. Granted, Punky got advice from another kid who was doing the Matsy method, which is, of course, stealing. They were in a mall. They had, like, stuff, like, all over. But Punky wanted to steal a blue... <laughs> another blue item! What is it about blue? Okay, so now we're back at home in the girls' room, and Joey, of course, is surprised that the girls went shopping and didn't get anything. It's like, well... Do you ever do that where you're like, oh, I came all this way and there's not really anything I want. Oh, I'll just get this, like, candy bar so at least I can say the trip wasn't a total loss, right? Like, oh, let me get this drink. Oh, oh, gosh. Let me get, oh, I'll, I'll just get this little. Sometimes I'll do that. Like, I won't find what I'm looking for necessarily and I'll just leave. But there are other times like, well, I don't want this trip to be a total loss. So maybe I get a little something, you know, for, for the cost of the drive to go out there. Th that might just be me. I don't know. Like, I drove all the way. I got to get something. Might not be what I originally wanted, but. Yeah, he's like, I'm surprised that. Out of the three, none of you, you went into a mall for 20 minutes and not one of you bought a thing. So I'm guessing maybe he thinks like, oh, like, because they're girls, you should want to buy something. Well, Joey, I buy stuff sometimes when I don't, you know, yeah, I do that. Not because I'm a girl, that's just who I am. I like to do those things. And of course, Kimmy's like, well, we were practicing or browsing. Or maybe they saw something there that they wanted but couldn't quite afford and just figured, hey, maybe when I get the money together, I'll come back and it'll be on sale. Love how, of, of course, DJ and Kimmy have no idea about what's going to happen when Joey leaves with Stephanie. None of them do. Like, oh, yeah, 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 we just, you know, we were rousing. And of course, like the other male adults in the house, always seem to get a dig at Kimmy as Joey's like, you know, Kimmy, one day you're going to make some lucky man very confused. And I'd be like, excuse me? What are you implying? I mean, they may think, oh, these are just harmless, innocent jabs at a child's expense, but it's like, no, that's mean. You want to talk about, uh, you know, future, look at, let's take a look at your life, Joey, in Fuller House, and how kind of sad it is with the lady that you end up with and her four goblin children that I pray that you didn't provide any DNA to, because that would make it that much sadder. But don't, don't do that to Kimmy. I mean, and even Kimmy, like, looks at him like, I don't get it. She's smiling. <laughs> what? DJ, of course, she's got a big dilemma here. It's like, how am I going to tell everybody about the sweater? So Stephanie's like, oh, don't worry. You don't have to. It's right here. Boom. All in one piece. But you know that DJ knows this costs $80. And with DJ, uh, Stephanie's like $3 and whatever change. Like, that was not even close. I mean, even combined, they didn't have enough. They got maybe... A little more than half. Well, if you think about the sales tax on $80. So I'm just going based on the sales tax of my, where I live, it's like about, I think it's still 6%. So it add on, what, like $4.80 or something like that. So, um, yeah. 
And DJ's like, Stephanie, where did you have the money to buy that sweater? Like, none of us had that kind of money combined. So Stephanie's like, oh, I didn't have to. The sales lady said I could buy now and pay later. So I took it for you. Hence the word took. Not buy. Took. Stephanie, like I said, she's sick. She just hands it over. Like, here you go, DJ. I did a good thing for you, right? And both... Kimmy and DJ are like, oh, Stephanie, girly girl, what you doing? I just thought I'd have to tell about how I was going <laughs> to handle telling them about how I destroyed that uh, $80 sweater. Now we got a bigger problem here because now we have a sweater in the house that is basically... What the hell? Isn't there a word like calling like a, a stolen item like kind of like a hot piece of merchandise or something? Like, oh, that's hot because it's stolen. You can tell it's stolen because it's got the security tag on it. Crap. DJ takes like, oh, Stephanie. <sighs> Stephanie's like, wait, what's wrong? And Kimmy's like, you ripped it off. And Stephanie's like, no, I didn't. It's wrong to steal. Okay, so she gets the... Oh, my goodness. You know, DJ's like, look, Steph, I I know you're trying to help me and everything, but this is... DJ's like, you took the sweater without paying. And, of course, Stephanie's like, that's called credit. DJ explains, well, sweetie, if you don't have a credit card, it's called shoplifting. And finally, like, sweetie, yes, you did steal that sweater. And Kimmy's like, I gotta get out of here. This can't be tied back to me. I'm sorry. I gotta go. I can't be banned from the mall for life. Now after this season, isn't this whole mall clothes crazy Kimmy persona gonna kind of go away and it's gonna flesh out into something different? They're more gonna focus on her. Eventually her smelly feet are gonna become a gag that's gonna last for seasons on end. But also her her goofy, kooky... She's already wearing the crazy pattern. I mean, Leopard isn't a crazy pattern per se, but, I mean, on a kid, I don't know. It kind of makes me think of um, Peg from Mary with Children. Didn't she wear a lot of leopard print? So, Kimmy, like, turns in the door and says, if the police ever connect me with this crime, I might be banned from the mall for... You know what, Kimmy? Don't worry, because malls eventually are not even going to be a thing, hardly at all. Most people will want to do their shopping online so they don't have to interact with people. I get where Stephanie's coming from here. It's like, this is big time, girl. <laughs> She's like, I'm a criminal? And DJ closes the door and she nods. Like, yeah. And Stephanie's like, I broke the law? As DJ's still holding the sweater. I'm surprised she's even holding it. So I, I can't touch this. My fingerprints, I can't get it down there. And this is kind of, it's kind of scary. I mean, imagine a six-year-old. You, like, she didn't really know in a way. She, I mean, and I understand the words of that sales clerk confused her. Like, buy now, pay later. As in, she got hung up on the later part. And she's like, DJ, I'm scared. I don't want to go to jail. And think about it. That's what she's thinking. Like, oh my, as a child. Sweetie, if anything, you're going to get off with a warning from the sales clerk. Maybe they'll say, we don't want to see you in our store again. 
maybe if it's being it's a first time offense, she'll just get off with a warning. Like if it continues, you will be banned from this particular store. Not the whole mall, but the store. So I'm gonna play this clip. Thanks for the ride, Joey. You're welcome. You know, girls, I'm still amazed that three of you went into a mall for 20 minutes and not one of you bought a thing. We were practicing our browsing. You know, Kimmy, one day you're going to make some lucky young man very confused. Great. How am I going to tell everybody about the sweater? You don't have to. Ta-da! Stephanie, how'd you pay for that sweater? I didn't have to. The lady said I could buy now and pay later. So I took it for you. You're welcome. Oh, Stephanie. What's wrong? You ripped it off. No, I didn't. It's wrong to steal. Look, Stephanie, I know you were trying to help me, but you took the sweater without paying. That's called credit. Well, if you don't have a credit card, it's called shoplifting. It is? I gotta get out of here. If the police ever connect me with this crime, I might be banned from the mall forever. I'm a criminal. I broke the law. DJ, I'm scared. I don't want to go to jail. We cut back from commercial, and Stephanie's like, am I going to go to prison? And DJ's like, it's all right. You're not going to go to prison, all right? Look, all we got to do is return the sweater tomorrow. Everything will be just fine. Just calm down. I like this sister moment between DJ and Stephanie here because you know she sees her sister freaking out Stephanie now knows that what she did was wrong and DJ is able to quell her fears like don't worry we will just return the sweater tomorrow she didn't say anything about explaining to the clerk about what happened but just calm down it's gonna be fine and it's almost like you can see that weight being lifted off of Stephanie's shoulders but of course their joy is short-lived as Danny comes in like hey girls let's get ready for that Valentine's Day dinner oh DJ by the way why don't you uh, get that uh, royal blue sweater that I got you I want to see it on you tonight when we go out to dinner so you can I can show off my beautiful children oh he says let's go Valentine's we got a date tonight because if you think about it, Danny hasn't seen DJ in the sweater. He's like, I can't wait to see how it looks on you. Like, oh, boy. Oh, I mean, this isn't nearly... Well, <laughs> it's not as bad as going to prison. I mean, at least that worry's kind of, like, pushed out of the mind for now. But now it's like, shoot. Am I going to go to prison? Yeah, you're going to go to jail. Look, all we have to do is return the sweater tomorrow. Everything will be just fine. Just calm down. I feel much better. Let's go, Valentine's. We got a date tonight. Oh, DJ, wear your new sweater. I can't wait to see how it looks on you. <laughs> now what do we do? Well, if I wear the stolen sweater to dinner and return it tomorrow, at least I won't ruin everyone's Valentine's Day. I'll ruin tomorrow instead. 
You have such a good heart. Now all I have to do is get this plastic alarm thingy off. This thing's huge. Won't come off. Well, because someone at the store has to right. take it off. There's I a... think it looks nice. No, There's got to be a way to hide it. Come on, girls, let's go! Ahoy, landlubber! <laughs> I'm setting sail for me Valentine costume party. Does you have any spinach in a can? This frozen stuff shivers me timbers. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to go as a famous romantic couple. What happened to Cheryl? Oh, olive oil, it's your Romeo. Oh, hi, Popeye! <laughs> no, wait, Cheryl, it's more like... Oh, Popeye, my hero! Uh, we'll work on it. Well, I'll work on my voice and you work on these muscles. Uh, and she's got a little smart mouth on her. It's gonna be <laughs> All right, now where's that little sweet pea? Oh, sweet pea! Oh, sweet pea! Oh, sweet pea. oh Michelle, come here. Oh, that's how you looked the day you were born. Gosh, how adorable. Aww. Here you go. She's gonna trip on that, uh... Danny, I wish you was coming with me. Now that I take good, good looks, gotcha. You're built more like olive oil than Cheryl is. <laughs> Come on, Olive, let's go before me forearms explodes. <laughs> but DJ decides to wear the stolen sweater, so at least that way she won't ruin Valentine's Day. She'll just ruin tomorrow, which, yeah. Oh, she's got to get that security tag off, which is really, it's this beige, oblong thing that, of course you're not going to get it off because somebody has to have the tool to take it off at the register. So we got to figure out, like, how is this? And, of course, they say, oh, I think it looks nice. It's like, yeah, I'm sure it does. But I'm sure Danny's going to recall, like, you know, when I bought this sweater, I'm pretty sure, like, this thing wasn't attached to it. Now we head downstairs, and Danny's taking the girls out to a Valentine's Day dinner, and Joey is taking his girlfriend, Cheryl, who we met, well, we as in the podcast have not met her in the Triple Date episode, but um, he's dating her. They're going to a Valentine's Day romantic couple costume con or party, and of course... Joey is Popeye, and Cheryl is olive oil. And, of course, Michelle is adorable little... It's Sweet Pea? I thought it was Sweet Pea. S-W-E-E-T and then P-E-A. Not S-W-E-E, comma, and then P. But whatever. Notice in the living room, they have, like, little knick-knack things for Valentine's Day. It's kind of cute. Joey, of course... Dressed like Popeye. This is clearly rented. This costume is rented from a shop. And he's got a box of spinach. And he's like, oh, I wish we had the, the canned kind because uh, this uh, box here is shivering my timbers. <laughs> you know, you could just, you know, put that part in, leave that in the freezer and just carry an empty box. 
You can't tell me anyone in the house wants to eat spinach. That's just... I mean, if you're into it, great, but... Of course, Cheryl comes in because Joey calls for her. Oh, olive oil! It's your romance. See, I can't do Popeye. And Cheryl's like, oh, hi, Popeye! And Joey, of course, has to school her improper olive oil voice technique. He's like, oh, no, no, no. You're supposed to do it like this. Oh, Popeye, my hero! And she's like, oh, Popeye, my hero! Ugh. Ugh. Right in his ear. Like, ah, <laughs> So Dan's like, oh, where's Michelle? Guys, I apologize if I shrieked in your ear. I'm sorry. Now, of course, is wearing a black wig. I think of Mrs. Olsen from Little House on the Prairie. She had black hair, too. I like how she's like, oh, you need to work on your muscles. <laughs> you don't have any definition in your arms. So, Michelle is dressed in what looks like a baptismal gown that's dragging on the floor. And she's got a little bald cap with a little curly cue at the front. So I'm guessing they found something. This must have been the outfit. They they rented the trio. The Popeye, the olive oil, the sweet pea. She is going to trip on that back train of that gown. That is just, that's an accident waiting to happen. I know it's behind her, but even still, it's like, that is a tripping hazard. She's just really learning how you know to study her steps and that is the last thing she needs to do is trip over that backwards and danny picks her like oh michelle you're so cute this makes me think of when you were a baby you look just like that i love how the olsen twins of course they're familiar with the guys on the set, you know, um, Bob Saget, Dave Coulier, john stamos and the girls but of course we don't really see cheryl that often but she's so good she's not upset or crying like oh who is this lady i've only seen her like once in my life but no she's pretty agreeable she's okay with you know people holding her that aren't her family Roy, of course makes a joke to danny like hey i wish you were coming with me because uh now that it takes a good looks at you you'd make a better olive oil than cheryl <laughs> like oh my goodness so joey cheryl michelle leave we got DJ coming down, and Stephanie's kind of doing the same thing, having it, it's like the end of it is twisted, just to kind of cover up the oblong security tag on the sh- on the sweater, and of course Stephanie's got to be like, well, if you're doing it, then I got to do it so that way it makes sense. Like, oh, I'm just doing what my big sister's doing. You know, it's, and DJ's like, oh, well, it's the latest style. So Danny, of course, is like, oh, well, here, let me see. Can I do this, too? And he's like, here, how's it look? Because Jesse comes in, and he's looking very nice. And he's like, hey, what's, Danny, what's with the uh, sweater? And he's like, hey, it's the latest style. <laughs> um, I'm surprised he didn't say, hey, Stephanie, why don't you wear that gold locket that I got you? Because, well, you know, unless she's wearing it underneath her sweater she she might be but it's like you know that was a gift too what and of course michelle is off like why doesn't she get to go on the little dent maybe because she's a baby she'll get upset and start crying like doesn't he want to see that adorable like five dollar white sweater with the painted on hearts on her but have a wear it before she outgrows it in a month <laughs> i mean <laughs> Just took the time to pick it out and spend money to buy it. 
Oh, Jesse and Becky come in, and he took her on a hayride through the streets of San Francisco, which is nice. In a way, it's a little taste of home for Becky. You know, hayrides, Nebraska, the farms, the fields, all that stuff. And Becky's saying how it was so romantic with the stars twinkling, the city light shining. Jesse sneezing, of course, you know, probably with the hay dust. And I got that, too, because, you know, my dad used to you know, plow and cut and bale hay and stuff, and we'd have, you know, people come to get bales of hay for their horses or however, and trust me, I could not lift a 40-pound hay bale to save my life, but that hay dust, like, gets in the air, and you immediately, your eyes start to water, your nose starts to run and stuff, like, oh, I'm feeling you, Jesse, I know all about that hay dust. And Dan's like, well, hey, we're off to see Roger Rabbit for the fifth time. <laughs> Well, maybe there weren't a lot of kids' movies. What? Yeah, let me check on the year of this. Okay, so this was February 10 of 1989. Now, Little Mermaid, of course, would not come out till what? November, December of 89? So it'd be a little bit. A little bit before that. Alright, so let's see what we got here as far as kids' movies. Would you call Troop Beverly Hills a kids' movie? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids came out in June. Troop Beverly Hills came out Mar towards the end of March. Um, Uncle Buck came out in August, Little Monsters in August, All Dogs Go to Heaven came out, the, seriously, that came out the same day as The Little Mermaid, November 17th, 1989, The Wizard came out December 15th, 1989, alright, well, I'm gonna look up about Little, uh, Sweepy, what can we hear about Sweepy? Hey, I hear Quinn. I guess she's coming downstairs. Oh, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, Sweepy is a character in E.C. Cigar, Cigars comic strip, Thimble Theater slash, slash Popeye, and in the cartoon series derived from it, his name refers to the flower known as the Sweet Pea. Before its addition to the animated shorts, the name Sweet Pea was a term of affection used by main character Popeye in the cartoon We Aim to Please. He addressed girlfriend Olive Oil that way. Well, I'm asking about Sweet Pea the character is what I'm looking for. Can you tell me about Sweet Pea the character? Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, good, 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 good. Sweet Pea. Alternately spelled sweet pea, sweet pea, and blah, 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 blah. Okay, I already know about the flower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baby found on Popeye's doorstep. Actually delivered to him in a box. That's weird. Uh, in a July 24, 1933 strip, Popeye adopts and raises him. Oh, sweet pea's a boy? I thought sweet pea was a girl. I... Honestly, I'm going to say the same thing about Normal. In my mind, Normal is a girl. And in no way can you convince me that he is a boy. I'm going based off the Garfield and Friends cartoon. So, yeah. Anyway, more, okay, adopts and raises him as his son, or as he puts it, boy kid. Okay. Initially, Sweepy's speech consisted entirely of the sound glop. As the years went on, Sweepy apparently aged enough to speak normally and could throw punches if necessary. However, his appearance remained that of a crawling baby. So, he's got the Scrappy-Doo Syndrome? <laughs> uh, 
Um, however, his appearance remained that of blah, 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 in the strip for August 17, 1933. Pape Crescent Sweepy as Schooner Sewell. Um, although Sweepy remains his most common subliquid, he is occasionally referred to as Schooner by Popeye in later strips. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, we learned a little about Sweepy. What are you, Quinn? What do you think about Sweepy? Do you know Sweepy? No? Do you even care? Probably not. I got you fresh water over there. Yeah. Probably just woke up. Okay, so now we're going to get to, let's call this just plot B of Jesse and Becky's little, they had the hayride, maybe they went out to dinner, or maybe they're going to have a little something there. Well, of course, Jesse, he pulled out all the stops for Becky because he cares about her that much. He's got champagne on ice. He's like, wow, you barely went out all, all out tonight. He's like, hey, you ain't said nothing yet, kid. Of course, he's got to put some music on, probably some Elvis. Love me tender, love me true. Of course, we got to put a little uh, fire in that hearth over there. Get the, get a little nice and warm and cozy. Let's play this clip. Jesse is just really... I mean, I get it, he's being romantic, but he just seems a little like he's trying too hard. He's being just a smidgy widge over the top. But then again, he's in love, like really in love for the first time. And of course, he wants everything to go right. He just wants to impress her. So I'll play this clip. Boy, you really went all out tonight. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet, kid. First, a little language of love. Some musica. Next, some fire to heat up the evening a little, as if we needed it. <laughs> and now, a little toast. We are to my valentine. To finding each other. Happy Valentine's Day. Becky, I have a little something for you. <laughs> That's not it. I hope you like them. And I hope you like this. Whoa. <laughs> oh, Jesse, sapphire earrings. They're beautiful. Whoa. Genuine Elvis spoon. <laughs> Thank you. I had no idea that you were going to be this extravagant. I mean, if I had known, I... Oh, I love it. It's great, man. It's going to go perfect with my Elvis cheese grater. <laughs> I've got to try these on. Right? See how they look. All right. They're beautiful. Thank you. Oh, Becky, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you made me wait four months before I got to go out with you, you know. They gave us a chance to know each other. There were all the pressures of dating. I don't know. I... I really feel like your friend. You're different. You're, uh, you're interesting. You're honest. You're open. I mean, those qualities are hard to find. Trust me, I've looked. Listen, I'm, I'm rambling on here. What I'm trying to say is... I've always had trouble making commitments in the past. And I think maybe it's time that... Jesse, I No, I know, I know. A lot of guys could say that to you, but I'm going to show you that I really mean it. You see this? It's my little black book. 
Well, actually, they're out of black the day I got it. The point is that I'm not going to need these phone numbers anymore because I want to be with you every weekend. So, goodbye, ladies. Well, actually, not every weekend. I have a date this Saturday. Oh, wait, what? You have a date? Well, we never talked about not seeing other people. You have a date? <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I can get a date for Saturday night, too. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, Becky, what am I doing? I, I don't want to play games. I just want to be with you. Jesse, I want to be with you, too, but I, I feel like things are moving too fast for me. Can't you just give me a little more time? Yeah. I'm not going to blow this. I'll wait for you. Well, you don't have to wait alone. Whoa, now I thought we were going to take this slow. Okay, then let's do this slow. Have mercy. So to kind of go through this clip, I'm sorry it was a little long. Um, Jesse does do his best to pull out all the stops for Becky because he, he really, really cares about her. He gets her sapphire earrings. She gets him an Elvis spoon, a genuine Elvis spoon. And she actually goes to the mirror in the living room to put them on. And he kind of helps her, you know, holds back her hair and everything like that. And he's like, I, I'm happy that we waited four months. You waited four months for me to ask you out. Because it gave us a chance to really get to know each other without all the pressures of dating. Which is good that they didn't rush into only dating each other, being exclusive, stuff like that. He even goes so far as to pull out his little quote-unquote black book, even though it was yellow, they were out of black. You know, of the women that he's been with, you know, dated and stuff in the past. Like, I don't need this anymore because I want to spend every weekend with you. Of course, Becky kind of pumps the brakes at that. And she's like, well, she gets she gets cold feet. She does get a little scared at that prospect of every single weekend. Because she's got a date. He's like, you've got a date? You know, and he went to the trouble, you know, putting all this together. He got her to the earrings. I don't know how much they cost. But she's like, but... We never said anything about not seeing other people. So, of course, he's like, oh, here, let me use these fire tongs to get out the black book that I threw. The little yellow dating book that I threw in the fire. And he puts the things on fire. He puts it out in the champagne holder. And he's like, here, let me look. Forget it. So he finally decides, like, look, let's take our time. I don't want to rush this. I will wait for you. And it's, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Then he's like, I don't want to push you. When you're ready, I'm ready. And I'll be here when you are ready. And she's like, well, you don't have to wait alone. And she kisses him. So it's like, maybe she just needs to be with a couple guys to make sure 100% that her feelings for Jesse are 100% there. Just she, You know, sometimes it's like, you can date one person and know they're the one. Or you can date a few people and realize that that one person that you wanted and have feelings for all along is still there waiting for you. 
That's why they say, you know, date a few people before you go with the one person. Don't just settle down with the first person you date. But then again, it's different for everybody. Sometimes people do marry their first love. And, you know, I'm one of those people. I really like Jesse with his black blazer with the red shirt underneath. And Becky's outfit is like... Because the earrings are sapphire, I guess they go with her outfit. Because it's kind of, it's blue, right? Or is it kind of a purpley blue? Or blue-purple? I don't know. Alright, we're going to go back to Fashion City now. And we're going to deal with the fallout of Stephanie's indiscretion of stealing that sweater. Basically, they're like, hey, look, just return the sweater that you stole. They don't know that that alarm is going to be set off as soon as she walks in there. And Michelle, uh, Stephanie's like, okay, la di da di da And of course, DJ's like, look, we're trying to act cash. We're not trying to make people notice us. The deal, we gotta be... We don't want people to know that we're doing this. We're just trying to right a wrong here. Of course, the same lady... Wait a minute, is this the same lady? Because she's wearing a different top and her hair is kind of like part of it's pulled back. She's like, hold it, young lady, as soon as that alarm goes off. That's why she's not like, well, this isn't one of our shopping bags. Where'd this come from? It's like really like, get out of the receipt for the sweater. Like, if I did, would the alarm be going off? No. So I clearly don't have a receipt for the sweater. No, she doesn't say that, but I'm like... Ugh. There's nothing that you could honestly say, or as DJ tries to explain how DJ tried or how Stephanie tried to help her out. It's like this lady, she's not gonna fall for the cutesy act, all right? You guys just be honest, and they're trying to be, but they're trying to throw in a little humor, like, "Oh, we're just cute kids. We made a mistake. Please don't call the cops." But of course, the lady doesn't call the cops. She calls the parents. So I'm gonna play this clip. Walk in, put the sweater back you stole, and walk out. Now just act casual. What are you doing? Acting casual. Just act regular. Hold it, young lady. Do you have a receipt for this sweater? No, ma'am. I don't have a receipt. I'm a shoplifter. <laughs> You're going to laugh when I explain the story Okay, that is not how you start this conversation. Well, see, my cute little baby sister. See how cute? <laughs> well, see, she thought that buy now, pay later meant that you could come back and pay later for it. <laughs> little kids. Do you girls realize that shoplifting is a serious crime? Yes. I'm going to have to call your parents. Must be heavy she's calling them and not Could the you cops. ask to speak to Joey? So yes, yeah, Stephanie actually right out admits, like, ma'am, I'm a shoplifter. I'm sorry. And DJ starts out with, oh, you're going to laugh when you hear this. This lady is not amused. It's like, you know what? I don't have time for this. I got a store filled with people. I'm shorthanded. I just, oh, I'm surprised they don't, that lady doesn't say, I really don't want to see you in the store again. It's like, oh, my adorable little sister just thought that buy now, pay later meant that you just take it home with you and you pay when you have the money. And the lady's like, do you know that shoplifting is a very serious crime? 
gonna have to call your parents. And of course, Stephanie's like, could you uh, talk to Joey, please? Because <laughs> even DJ will say, oh, see my adorable kid. See how cute she is? And she pinches Stephanie's cheek and pats her on the head. <laughs> this has got to be a different lady, isn't it? Because the other... Because wouldn't she... I mean, how many kids are walking into that store? Like, hey, asking questions about that sign. You know, buy now, pay later. I don't think there's going to be many. I'm like, ma'am... The sweater is here, okay? I get it. I messed up. You don't need to call my parents. I I know what I did. I messed up. You got the sweater. It's in the same condition. There's no stains. There's no holes. Nothing. Enough. I get it. But this is a six-year-old. She's not going to talk like that. Um, I'm trying to think if on the How Rude Full House podcast, when they reviewed this, one thing they brought up, I mean, I don't see why the girls couldn't have done that. You don't even have to step into the store. You take the bag, you chuck it into the entryway, and you're like, okay, my job's done. You got the sweater back in the right condition with the tag thing still attached to it. It probably smells like Chinese food or wherever they went out to eat to dinner, but you got it back. Enough said. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this clip because Danny, Jesse, and Joey all come in guns blazing hot with this lady. Like, how dare you accuse my sweet daughters of stealing when you have no real proof? And they're all like saying, you know, Stephanie was honeybee of the month and, and DJ is a straight A student and this and that. It's like, I'd like to see where your proof is. And of course, Stephanie admits, like, Daddy, I stole the sweater. Like, oh, I'm sorry about that rant earlier. <laughs> of course, it doesn't help matters when Michelle's like, my hat, come, Joey. <laughs> like, yes, we need to get her before she turns into a, uh, someone who just goes into stores and takes stuff. I mean, she didn't even consider the buy now, pay you later like Stephanie did. <laughs> she didn't even know, she didn't even ask him. She's like, mine now, bye. You all right, girls? Are you okay? Yeah, Dad. Hi, are you their father? I certainly am. How dare you accuse these sweet, innocent girls of shoplifting? Daddy. I'll have you know that little Stephanie here was honeybee of the month. <laughs> Don't you people have anything better to do than harass my perfect little nieces? Uncle Jesse, I stole the sweater. Oh, <laughs> Not everyone's perfect. <laughs> she stole the sweater for me because I ruined the one you gave me. When I first came in here, did I throw a little hissy fit? <laughs> you know, that is so unlike him. Dad, I'm really sorry. I'm sorrier. I'm just in shock because I raised my daughters to know the difference between right and wrong. Well, my two of them, at least. Look <laughs> that one. Come, Joey. Come, Joey. <laughs> we'll be paying cash for the hat. Of course you will. And Jesse goes so far to say, how dare you harass my perfect little nieces? And that's when Stephanie's like, Uncle Jesse, I stole the sweater. And DJ also admits, she took the sweater because I ruined the one that you guys gave me. And of course, now the guys are like, oh man, sorry, I went on a little uh, tirade there. And Joey, of course, like, oh, that is so unlike him. And now Danny's like, I apologize because I know I raised my daughters to know the difference between right and wrong, and especially that stealing is wrong. Of course, we come to Michelle, who puts on a little white hat with painted on dinosaurs. She's like, 
home, Joey, and starts walking off. And Danny's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll pay cash for that hat. So now we're back at home, and Danny, of course, has to give the girls a lecture. Like, you girls are very lucky that they didn't press charges. Or I'm surprised he didn't say, you girls are lucky that all they did is ban you from the store. Because you know that they pro- she probably is like, look, I, I will let it go, but I don't want to see any of you in here again. The woman looks like definitely no nonsense. She was not smiling or smirking when DJ was explaining that. Hey, you're going to laugh at... Why does everyone... When someone's in trouble, they're always like, oh, you're going to laugh at this story. Because you know they're not. You think you're diffusing the tension. You're making it a lot worse. You guys are very lucky that nobody is pressing charges. You're not kidding. They almost sent me up the stream. (laughs) That's up the river. Hey, I'm new at this. Girls, I really like that you tried to help each other But why didn't you just come to me when you were in trouble? Because I thought I could handle things on my own DJ, you always think that But to be honest, you're much better at getting into trouble than you are getting out of it Well, is there any way to practice getting out without getting in? Well, no No But once you get in You have to come to me or Uncle Jesse or Joey and let us help you. Because no matter what happens, we're always on your side. Thanks, Dad. I love you. Yeah, thanks, Daddy. Maybe you can help us fix DJ's sweater. I'll sure give it a try. But he doesn't even seem to look so... Here's the pile, have fun. This was an $80 sweater. So you paid $80? What's really important here is that we all learned a good lesson. $80? Hey, you didn't have to spend $80. Chicken wing. Thanks for trying to help me. Hey, you're my sister and you were in trouble. Somebody had to do something. I want you to know if you're ever in trouble, you can always count on me. Thanks. Sisters forever? Sisters forever. So does this mean I can play with your toys and borrow your CDs and clothes anytime I want? Not a chance. (laughs) Hey, there was never going to be a better time to ask. Okay, one thing. So, of course, Stephanie's like, wow, you're not kidding, Dad. They almost sent me up the stream. And, of course... DJ corrects her, like, oh, you actually mean up the river. So Danny's like, I guess that you girls want to help each other out with your problems, but if you get into a situation and you can't see a way to solve it without getting into more trouble, because DJ says, I just thought I could solve this on my own without having to, you know, ask you to, you know, jump in and save me. He's like, you seem to have an issue with getting into getting into trouble more than getting out of it. So, but if you get into a situation you know that you can't handle, you need to come to me or Joey or Jesse and let us help you. Because, of course, we all know the most best thing would have done is like, hey, be honest about the sweater. Just say, look... I took it off. I put it on the ground. Unfortunately, the lawnmower went over it. And just... Lesson learned here is going to be... 
do not buy your kid an $80 sweater. Or if you do, it's like that is being hung up in the closet. You are only wearing it on special occasions. Valentine's Day being one of them. Maybe, you know, um, Christmas. Maybe, you know, Thanksgiving a few times a year. But, you no, that is not a I'm going to school sweater. Of course, I like how DJ's like, can I ever, can I kind of practice getting out of it without getting in it? And Danny's like, well, no, not really. <laughs> of course, you know, DJ's all like, thanks, Steph, for not yelling at me about the, um, the sweater. Because Stephanie, like, pulls it out from underneath the pillow. Like, here, Dad, here's a big pile of rags. Like, try to fix it. And he's like, well, um, it's good that we all learned a lesson here. $80 sweater. And then he closes our $80? It's like... Like I said, you did not have to spend $80 on a sweater. That is, you could have found something just as good in royal blue for less than that. Probably might have to look elsewhere to get DJ's clothes because Fashion Central is not taking their money or their business anymore. You know it. This is a sweet moment between DJ and Stephanie. A sister moment. As DJ's like, thanks for helping me out, Steph. And of course, Stephanie's like, hey, you were in trouble. What else was I going to do? Yeah, DJ, like, puts an arm around Stephanie, like, hey, thanks for helping me out, you little chicken wing. And Stephanie's like, hey, you're my sister. I mean, you were in trouble. Somebody had to do something. I love how they have each other's backs. As DJ says, I want you to know, if you're ever in trouble, you can always count on me. There are instances where Stephanie gets into a jam, and DJ kind of has to help her out with that. And Stephanie's like, sisters forever, and DJ's like, sisters forever, and they hug. Aww. So, of course, Stephanie takes this opportunity to say, oh, well, since we're, you know, Sister Shrabber and all, um, do you think you could, you know, try on your clothes, play with your toys, maybe listen to your, some C- your CDs? And, of course, DJ is like, not a chance. But then she's like, uh, all right, just one. And we got Stephanie walking over to DJ's closet. Like, hmm, what should I try on first? And that's how the episode ends. It's just, it's really, really sweet. So for the best outfit award, I think I'm going to go with Jesse. Because he looked really, really good. Um, let's see, as far as for the worst, DJ was wearing this black and white striped shirt with a, um, a black sleeveless almost looks kind of like a homemade tank top thing over it just looked very just not good because you know it's something that someone made on set so it's it's just like eh. like i said lesson learned from this episode is going to be simple don't spend 80 dollars on a valentine's day gift for your child or if you're going to get gifts for all three of your children make sure they are equally the same amount of money spent or if you're going to get them a nice shirt, just say, this is supposed to be for good only. Like outings and, you know, going to out to a fancy restaurant or just a, a special special occasion sweater. Yeah. This is not a I'm taking this to school with me sweater. All right. This week also you will get the next episode in the Jesse and Becky Love Stories series and from season four, episode twenty six, the season four finale, Rock the Cradle, which aired on May third, nineteen ninety one. Becky discovers that she is pregnant but has trouble breaking the news to Jesse. 
Also, next week, the next and final Valentine's Day episode I will be doing for the month of February is going to be from Season 6. And it is entitled The Heartbreak Kid. So it's Season 6, Episode 16, The Heartbreak Kid, aired on February 9th, 93. Michelle made, or mistakes Steve's friendliness for romantic love. Jesse has trouble with his new computer. This episode really sticks out to me for one reason. is because this is the episode that I watched when I met Jeremy's mom for the first time. And it was nice. We had KFC for dinner. It was really cool. Um, so, real quick, what I want to do is play a clip from the Punky Brewster Christmas shoplifting episode. The first clip, of course, is going to be Punky and Sherry listening to Richmond, who's talking about the Matsy method of shopping. Basically, it's shoplifting. And then the second part, of course, is going to be Punky visiting Mike Fulton, her teacher, in jail after he's been caught with her bag with a stolen cashmere scarf that she had taken for Henry. Hey, girls. Hi, Richmond. Richmond, do you know I can find the greatest gift in the whole world for just three dollars? Three bucks? Punky, you're a cheapskate. Check out what I got my mom. Genuine leather. Fifty bucks. Wow, it's beautiful. Where did you get the money? Money's no problem when you shop with the Matsy method. (laughs) Matsy method? Let me give you a little demonstration. Gee, I bet my little brother would really love this model airplane. insurance companies. Still doesn't sound right to me. Alright, you shop your way. I'll shop mine. I'd better go. More things to pick up. So yeah, the girls see it and call it for what it is. Like, it's shoplifting and you're a shoplifter. It's like, oh, it's just one model airplane. It's like, no, it's also like a $50 leather purse. Which I'm sure your mother's going to be like, son, I gave you $20 to get gifts for everybody. Where did you come? What? Not to mention, oh, son, I'm looking in these bags. Granted, he's not going to, you know, they're not going to expect inspect his bag when he comes home. But, like, son, where are the receipts for these? Oh, you don't have them? Why? Why do you not have the receipts, son? I mean, we met his, met his dad in the Girls Will Be Boys episode when they're doing the race cars. But it's like, I don't know, really, is he really going to care? The mom, on the other hand, never met her. But I'm pretty sure she would not be pleased. Yeah, her, I like, uh, leather purse, great. Where's the receipt? No, they have security around that mall around Christmas time. Especially that stuff being out in the open like that. And he is really gutsy to be pulling that kind of garbage with a bunch of people walking around. 
And the fact that you're putting it in your bag and running, yeah, that's a red flag right there. Now the next clip, the last clip I want to play, of course, is Michelle. Uh, Michelle <laughs> is Punky talking to Mike Fulton, her teacher, after he gets busted with her shopping bag, and she said that stolen cashmere scarf that she was going to give Henry. And he explains to Mike explains to Punky in a way that she can understand that shoplifting is wrong and it hurts stores. And not to mention, she's also hurting Mike because getting arrested being he's a teacher could cost him his job. What is it that you wanted to tell me? Got a confession to make. It's my fault you're in jail. I wanted to get Henry special present but then I ran out of money and I saw that beautiful scarf and I knew it was something Henry always wanted so I just put it in my bag and then my bag became your bag your bag became my bag I left you holding the bag Punky you stole that scarf? yes and I'm taking the rap for it? Yes. Just calm down. Just calm down. Okay. I was talking to myself. <laughs> but Pucky, I'm surprised at you. I can't believe that you would steal. Well, it wasn't really stealing. It was shoplifting. Stores get a lot of insurance money from shoplifting, so I thought I'd help them out. Punky, that's not the way it works. Shoplifting hurts stores, and to make up for it, they have to charge higher prices. They do? Yes, and I'm paying a high price for it too. Getting arrested could cost me my job. Taking the scarf was wrong. I could get myself into trouble. I never knew I could get you into trouble. That's the problem with doing something bad. You don't know who you're gonna hurt. Mike, I'm gonna go tell the police what really happened. I can't let you lose your job. You're too good to teach her. So, real quick, I want to keep it on the subject of Punky here. This episode was done in, what, 85? And I re I've seen this episode watch every single Christmas. And I always count, I always tell Jeremy, look at when um, Henry and Betty are there. He's looking at the scarves. Salesperson does not care. Mike comes in there, even just like starts looking, and I'm like, oh no, this is too expensive. The guy keeps, the sales clerk keeps looking over at his shoulder, looking at Mike. And then when Mike leaves and takes his bag, the guy goes directly over to where Mike was and checks. Like he knows the inventory, what's supposed to be, what scars are supposed to be there. Isn't this a form of racial profiling just because Mike is 
black? That the get because Henry wasn't there, the guy wasn't concerned, but because Mike is there, and there's, I mean, I get it was 1985, but this this stuff still went on, it still goes on today, it's been going on for eons, and I'm just thinking with Mike being, in, and I'm just thinking, Mike has got a lot more to lose. It's, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. But even those kinds of things were still going on. Then they're still going on now. And Mike is just, they don't go based on what the fact that he, Mike's a teacher. They, that salesperson didn't know what Mike did for a job. He didn't know that Mike was an upstanding gentleman. He just saw the color of Mike's skin and judged based on that. And the fact that Mike had a punky's bag and it's like all he's seen is scarf in a bag and not on the rack where it should be and seeing Mike and putting like well this guy clearly stole the scarf yet that guy kept turning around and watching him the whole day like do you ever see you see him handle a scarf but you don't ever see him take it off the rack but this this salesperson doesn't care I just I want to use this moment to say this that I've been thinking about that for a while, and I always say that whenever I watch this episode, is that that is unfair to Mike. So yeah, that being said, um, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode, and if you guys want to check out my review of Christmas Shoplifting, it is up on the Punky Power podcast SoundCloud page for you to listen to. So, all right, everyone, have a good weekend. I will be back this weekend with Rock the Cradle. Next week will be Happy Birthday Babies and also the episode with Michelle and Steve. Have a good week, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs>